Here in America, we're a month away from the 4th of July, and as you probably learned in school, that's the celebration of the United States Declaration of Independence, which happened in 1776. So why am I bringing this up? Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment, because it's really interesting. I was doing some research for today's episode, and found that the first constitution wasn't actually written in 1776. It was ratified in 1781. Why is that year significant? Well, that's the same year that a man named Sir William Herschel discovered Uranus. He thought it was a comet. It was very difficult to see, especially with the technology at that time. But a couple years later, they were able to confirm for sure that it was a new planet, and they named it after the Greek deity Oranos, or Father Sky, the corollary to Mother Earth. And eventually became known as Uranus. So 1781 is a very significant year in revolution and change and transformation for an entire nation and really for the whole world. And that's the year we discover this planet Uranus. So that gives us a clue of what kind of qualities Uranus brings to your chart and to your life and to the world as a whole and when Uranus is transiting. And we'll talk all about that in today's episode, talking about the planet Uranus in your chart. My name is Jeremy Devins and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. I've been studying astrology pretty much my whole life and Vedic astrology in depth since 2011. I find it to be incredibly helpful, one of the most valuable skills to understand myself, to understand others, and in this podcast I'll share what I've learned, how to interpret charts, and how you can go from understanding your chart to improving your health, your relationships, your career, all aspects of your life are covered and acknowledged and addressed through Vedic astrology. I'll also show you meditations and yoga practices and things that you can do to support the most positive expression of these qualities in your life and avoid and work around the challenges and possible negative expressions of these planetary energies. If you like this podcast, you can support it by becoming a monthly supporter at as low as 99 cents a month up to $9.99 a month. Click the link in the episode description to do that or visit quietmind.yoga slash astrology where you can learn more about Vedic Astrology and download the free workbook, The Essential Astrology Keywords to Quickly Read a Birth Chart. So you'll want that so you can look at your own rising sign, sun sign, and moon sign and see how that would play out in different signs and what signs you have and understand how to read charts for other people. Again, you can get that at quietmind.yoga slash astrology or check out the show notes. All right, thank you for listening and enjoy today's podcast. So just like when Uranus was discovered in 1781 and the Constitution was ratified, any time that Uranus is having a big transit, you're going to see major shifts and changes, major disruptions, major revolutions, personally, nationally, globally. So Uranus brings about this urge for originality and independence from old traditions, change and excitement, transformations. It's all about breakthroughs and 
can create chaos and can also create order. So we're it's creating this balance of disruption and chaos, but also the need for order and direction. And uh, usually it's direction away from an old tradition in a new direction. So things like nationalism can rise up during a certain uh, Uranus transits, like Uranus and Aries, which is happening right now. When's the last time Uranus was in Aries? Well, 1932. What happened in 1932? Hitler rose to power in Germany. He was nominated as the chancellor. And there was a transit of Uranus and Aries there. And it's about an eight-year transit, uh, which you can go through history and, and learn a lot about what happened there. It's very interesting. And what's happening right now in uh, the nationalism, the rise of nationalism in politics. And I'm not going to talk about any political beliefs or take sides or anything. But uh, you can just turn on the news and see what's happening in culture and politics and beliefs. And this sort of, think of Aries, war, action, initiation, uh, drive, passion, fiery energy. And there's bringing Uranus into Aries, this revolution, change, transformation, chaos, electricity, excitement extremism all brought into the sign of Aries and that's happening until 2025 so it's going to go on for a little bit longer uh last right before this it was Uranus and Pisces right so going back through the zodiac and that's when we had Barack Obama in office somebody think about the qualities of Pisces in the Pisces episode more about spirituality harmony transformation um, higher ideals and less about as less as much about war and right? so things like the Obamacare were put into place where health care for all was kind of the ideal and things that care about like the uh, big national picture of uh, people's health and spirituality and connection and things like this were all more uh, in the forefront in the Uranus and Pisces transit and you may have personally had some personal experience of that right it all depends on where it is in your chart but right now in this time uh, you know, you can expect for the next five or six years or so, really, is going to be more of this, more of the same of what's been happening since 2017. And uh, that can be challenging, depending on which side of the beliefs you stand on. And it's an important time to remember that transformation always begins within. And that revolution that you want to seek externally has to happen internally. You can't expect other people to change to make you feel better. You can't expect the world to change to solve your problems. Uh, so that that drive for transformation and rebelliousness and, and change has to really happen internally for it to be effective globally. And that extremism can be turned towards things like tapas, the yoga philosophy word for discipline. This is what the Buddha practiced was tapas, where you would sit in meditation for hours and hours and hours and and withhold food from himself and water and and do things like this you know i'm not saying that you should do that necessarily unless you really want to uh, but things where you have discipline and passion and focus and drive towards your own personal transformation which could be maybe you have a daily meditation practice or a daily yoga practice or you you have your own spiritual beliefs and you follow them and you know you, you focus on following your beliefs and just being a person who is transformed and that naturally inspires others and that naturally transforms others without having to force the issue it's interesting to note that these cycles are really long uranus is far out there from the sun it takes 84 years to go fully in an orbit around the sun 
and it actually spends 42 years in the sunlight and 42 years in the darkness. So that's a long time. These are long generational cycles where it goes through all the signs of the zodiac in, in 84 years. So just in one person's lifetime, you're kind of going through one whole Uranus cycle versus like Mercury, which goes through all the signs very quickly or the moon very, very quickly. Uh, Uranus, these changes and these transformations are not going to happen. Like these revolutions aren't going to happen every day, but they're going to happen over a long period of time. And really like this eight year period where it goes to a new sign and within the 84 years, like, you know, big changes can happen in that amount of time, of course, but these revolutions, these transformations aren't going to be happening every single day. It's going to be about eight year cycles. So you can expect another big one coming around 2025 and plan for that and, and know that you're in one now that just started recently. And it's so easy to get swept up into the media and the distractions and things vying for our attention and really what's called the distraction economy where our devices are really pulling for our attention all the time. And I think the most revolutionary act you can do is to have a time of solitude, an introspection, a, a self-trust, a self-knowledge. All these teachings that yoga brought to us thousands of years ago, they're more powerful now than ever. So you can have this sort of internal compass, this internal locus of control. So you're not driven by the nationalism and the, the excitement and the transformation and the revolution. You can be involved in it, of course, if you're, if you're drawn to it, be, be involved, take action, be an activist, do what drives you and inspires you, but know that the real transformation has to start internally, per personally first, for it to be really effective externally. And if you're looking to change the uh, whole government landscape without being personally changed and transformed for yourself, you know, whatever flaws are still unaddressed, whatever wounds are still unaddressed in yourself are going to be exacerbated in the work that you do. So you're going to have to deal with them one way or another. Uh, so it's, it's a lot easier <laughs> to do it up front, to do it yourself. To, to if, you, you know, if you have any of those issues like that, some scars, the uh, wounds of the past, the things that you know are coming up, it's always a good idea to have a regular meditation practice. It's a great idea to have mentors and guides, therapists, coaches, people that help you and support you in your path and people who are uh, helping you facilitate your own personal transformation and, and revolutions all the time because we're all going through these transformations all the time um, but again this every every eight years or so you can expect like these bigger external transformations so if you want to learn more about uranus in your chart and how it's playing out what things you can uh, specifically work with, right? Because there are specific meditations you can do depending on where it is in your chart, where this is transit is happening for you. If you're interested in that, you can go to quietmind.yoga and look at the Vedic astrology readings and we can schedule a time to look at your chart and see how I can best help you and what practices might be best helpful for you. On the next episode, we'll continue this exploration of the outer planets. So going from Uranus to Neptune. And what does Neptune tell us about our own personal identity? And uh, it's again a very slow, slow moving body in the sky. So it's going to be about generational changes and what happens over many, many years. So we'll get into that in the next episode. And if you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review in the podcast app. And if you want to become a monthly supporter, you can subscribe by clicking the link in the show notes for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, thanks for listening.